I'm actually I'm really excited to tell you what I've been playing since I finished Red Dead. Because yeah, I was I like, you haven't been playing games with me. <laughs> I've been playing just a lot Ooh. of. Okay, that, there was a lot of shade there, and I don't. Yeah, yeah, a lot. It was it was shade. definitely warranted. Oh, but I don't appreciate it. No, I'm kidding. no, <laughs> no. It's all it's all well deserved shade. Um, I've been playing a lot of solo video games lately. Like Red Dead was the real, like the yeah. first game that like really like kind of drew me back into playing like solo games and like really diving into story games. Mm-hmm. And uh, after Red Dead, I was kind of like, "What am I gonna do with my life? I wonder what I'm gonna play now." And so I was like playing Forza, like in the mean, like I've been playing Forza Horizon, like just in the background for a while. Uh, but I was like, "What? What's gonna replace Red Dead for me?" And for those of you who don't know or haven't seen already, there's a show on the Nef- on, on the Netflix, the Netflix, the Netflix. called The Witcher, uh, and Henry Cavill stars in it. That's actually a TV show that's based on a video game that I'm also pretty sure that's based on a book. Yep. Um, and so I never played The Witcher before. Uh, and so I've been playing, I saw that's on Game Pass, The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Um, oh, it is? It's on Game Pass right now. I also own Ooh. it, I got it for free on PlayStation a while back, but I never, I didn't, like, I've been playing, like, games in 4K on my, on my TV, on my Xbox One X. And so I I was I started playing The Witcher Three, and I've been absolutely loving it. Like, what a beautiful game, B E A yeah. beautiful game, just like does, my um, beautiful girlfriend Claire. <laughs> does the um, uh, oh man, what's it called? Does the does it have hair works enabled? Hair works meaning like you can hair see, works. meaning that it's you can like. like um, yeah. Sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I'm like, I don't know what I'm trying to say. No, you're good. It's like a PC feature. I don't know if it's on the newer gen consoles, but it's like a PC thing where like, it's a graphic settings where like it makes his hair like, you can like see it's like ultra like the individual strands hair. of hair. Yeah. Um, I think that's on by default on Xbox One X because I've noticed I noticed that as soon as I started playing and I was like, wow, that's okay. a that's a lot of detail in his hair. Cool. Does it run at it runs at thirty, right? 30 frames uh i believe it is running at 30 frames in 4k okay. uh, it has okay. not seemed like 60 frames it's probably scaled up too yeah it's that de- you can definitely tell that there's some scaling obviously it's a game that wasn't developed for xbox one x oh, I mean, it's not and it's not xbox one x enhanced like they say like some games are you know uh, um so but it's still a beautiful beautiful game and like I, what, yeah, one thing that was like been in the back of my head while I've been playing it on Xbox is I'm like, wow, this game is actually able to run on Nintendo Switch as well. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I wonder how cool it'd be to play it on Switch or how probably, shitty it would be. Uh, probably at like 720. Well, yeah, it would definitely be well in handheld mode for sure, 720. Mm-hmm. Um, and probably even in like docked mode, it would probably be 720 upscaled to 1080, and then the yeah. TV upscales it to 4K, like. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah so how far are you in it i'm i just recently started playing it uh like three days ago so i I think i've only put like two and a half hours of gameplay into it maybe maybe have you, have you met yennefer yet oh yeah, 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 yeah okay i've acquainted with yennefer uh more recently i just like i'm looking for oh god what am i doing i'm looking for we're looking for siri so you're <laughs> you're at the first 50 percent of the game okay <laughs> yeah um That's a lot of the game <laughs> yeah and game. for those of you who might be confused we're not looking for like the voice assistant siri like nope. owned by apple we're lo- it's a character in the video game so those of you that have watched the netflix series the young blonde girl but in the witcher 3 she is a full adult woman this is true very cool very cool to see her you know older it's cool <laughs> yeah definitely she's badass too <laughs> she's, she's so much like more honestly so much stronger than Geralt like, oh just yeah has, like, she seemed like it even in the in the Netflix series to be honest with you so yeah yeah I mean she has that whole you know secret power thing going on <laughs> yeah. I don't want to spoil it too much for anybody who's just watching the show but and you know one thing I will say uh 
Because, like, obviously I never played the game before watching the show on Netflix. And I loved the show. The first season of the show is so great. They haven't oh, done the a second amazing. season yet, but they're, it's in production, I think. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely coming. Uh, now that I've been playing the game, Henry Cavill, I doubt you're listening to this, but if you do listen to this someday, <laughs> I love you. Um, Same. He did is, is doing an incredible job portraying Geralt just like it was plucked from the video game. Oh, yeah. Like, no, literally. Oh, my yeah. God. I could yeah. not believe, even just how similar their voices sound. Obviously, it's a different voice actor for that video game than it is, like, Henry Cavill playing him in the show. But just how similar, like, their voices were, how like, the tone of voice that he would use and the way that he would speak. I was like, just kudos, man. Yeah, it's like, really good. And I like that he kept his original accent. It adds, like, an interesting twist to it makes it unique you know yeah yeah it's really cool yes henry cavill if you're listening love you love your acting work but also love that you just built a pc recently Ooh, that's old news but like yeah no come on our love podcast and tell us about how you built a pc and then convince yeah. me help john carl convince me as to why i should let him build me a yeah. pc instead of me buying a pre-build yeah. he's a first time pc builder you know so yeah i was excited to to see that <laughs> how impressive Eddie would it be if henry to... cavill can you know can get you know get my mind changed <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh man but anyway welcome back to an episode of twaddle play it's been a while since we've done a twaddle play episode it's been a it's been a, a hot minute as the yeah. the young kids say hot fellow kids <laughs> hello young people youngins uh my name is randall hey i'm jc and today folks we are going to be talking to you about uh are we going to be revisiting i guess the topic of xbox series x and playstation 5 the war continues yes or does it or does it now jc i know that you said that you were reading up a lot about it uh like before we started recording on play about playstation 5 yeah. so if you're cool with it i'm happy to talk about xbox again and then if you wanted to talk about playstation yeah i like gotta gotta be gotta be honest uh, there's not much going on on xbox side that gets me excited at all um <laughs> so yes i am cool. totally cool with you trying to convince me why i should I should care, <laughs> but um, yeah, I um, I was just watching the PS5 like full reveal and everything. Yeah. Um, super happy that there's a black one. It looks very sleek. It looks way better. <laughs> it looks really nice. Now, don't get me um, wrong; the white one does look good. Looks good. It looks okay. It's like fine to me. It's okay. Yeah, I feel like it looks a little bit too much like they were trying a little bit too hard to make it look futuristic. Right, 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 right. It's a little bit forced. But the black one, like, honestly makes me just go like, ooh. Ooh, <laughs> it, like, yeah. Like, I wish they just made it black, you know? <laughs> right. Instead of, like, be like, oh, there's also a white one. Honestly, not even. Like, I don't even like the white one that much. I'm I would only get the black one. Even that, that being said, though, I might, I would, like, rather put that money towards, like, getting a nice monitor or something like a second monitor true that's beside the point we're talking about playstation and and uh an xbox here consoles console wars baby console wars you want to start randy yeah so we pretty much know knew everything about xbox series x when we talked about it in our previous episode um since then we've had a price announcement of xbox series x uh so xbox series x yeah is 499 and that's going to be coming out in november i think they actually gave us an actual date in november too november 10th and pre-order starts september 22nd actually so xbox series x will be available starting november 10th and it'll pre-orders pre-orders will go live starting september 22nd but this was not just the only hot juicy sexy news for a microsoft they were mm -hmm. like oh hey by the way there's an Xbox Series S, as in Sally, and uh, it is a cheaper version of the Xbox Series X. So if I look up their tweet right now, um, the way that they said Xbox Series S is, 
They said Xbox Series S will play thousands of games from four generations. Um, and it'll play the back, the Xbox One S version of backward compatible games with improved texture filtering, higher and more consistent frame rates, faster load times, and auto HDR. And they say that it has next-gen performance in the smallest Xbox ever. So it actually is the smallest Xbox they've ever made. Huh. And it starts at $299. Whoa, that's... Wow. I would expect $399. That's really low. $299. But the thing is, it's max... Uh, it can do max of 1440p, I think. Okay uh the highest resolution it can do like like actually natively play games is 1440 i'm like looking through their twitter again real quick mm. here is 1440p okay so xbox series x has a maximum resolution of 1440p of like native gameplay uh at was it 60 frames or 120 frames it's not saying. It's either at 60 or 120 frames. So it will not play natively in 4K. It's still that's still incredible frame rates, incredible resolutions. Um still good. Still good. It has it has a, a a less serious. It's not as good of a graphics card in the uh in the Series S. Um but it's got the and it's not as good of a processor, but it's still next gen specs and it's a great price at 299. Right? Uh, I don't know. Is it next-gen specs, though, if it's playing games at Xbox Series S level? I mean, that's a like, good... That's not cool. even Xbox Series X? Is that just backwards compatible, though? That's just the backwards compatible ones they're doing at... Uh, they're taking the Xbox Series S versions of it. Like, why, though? If it's next-gen hardware, wouldn't you want to do the X versions? That's a fantastic question. And wouldn't that be less work? that way too here's the way performance doesn't add up (laughs) yeah i think that i think that they're what they're trying to do here is two things one they're trying to underplay or maybe the yeah what i'm what i'm trying to say here they're trying to underplay the lack of performance that the xbox series s has so they're using very specific wording to make it sound better than it is and they're using that price point really to drive that mostly like 299 people see that and they're like next gen console 299 shit here's my money right um yeah and i think that they're also they're also got they have to make sure that there's a reason for people to spend the extra money for the xbox series x at 499 right we're talking a 200 price difference they want to make sure that people are that they're getting that bag and that people are buying the xbox series x now one thing that i didn't mention is the xbox series s it will not have a disc drive, so it'll be digital only, whereas Xbox Series X has the optical drive built in on it. I don't even want a disc drive. Man. I don't want a disc drive anyway <laughs> either. I'm all digital with my movies, with my TV, with my games. Um, but it is a necessary shout out, so I wanted I wanted you guys to know that. Yeah. Um, Can you just shove a disc in from like an Xbox One game and play it? What on a Series X? Yeah, I'm pretty sure any I'm pretty sure they have like any backwards compatible game available from Xbox 360, Xbox mm-hmm. 1 and now and then now Series X. Kind of crazy. Emulate it. It's an insane amount of games. Like that's a, yeah. it's an insane amount of games. Granted, here's the thing though with backwards compatibility. I tried playing Ge- the first Gears of War backwards compatible on Xbox 1X the other day. Mm-hmm. And I downloaded it from Game Pass, you know? My god, was that shitty. What a shitty experience. <laughs> now, Halo is Halo's kind of okay, backwards compatible. But like, my god, what a shitty experience I had playing Gears of the original Gears of War. And I'm sorry if I'm triggering people out there, but <laughs> I just I don't know. I prefer I'm it? I more prefer well like the the graphics were stretched galore. Mm they were the controls were all weird because it was like it was just it was just really weird and like i really couldn't even change the sensitivity like the sensitivity settings were like way too high and even with me putting them to the lowest they were way too high there's a lot of weird stuff with it i I much prefer 
how Sony does it when they just remaster a game for the new mm. the new console. Yeah, yeah, because that's the thing. Like, I don't really like backwards compatibility because backwards compatibility to me in consoles, because PCs there's no such thing as backwards compatible. It's just right. everything's on PC. Um, but the thing about consoles that sucks about that is like what they really mean backwards compatible what they mean is it's emulating games and i've always noticed just atrocious input lag every time i've played like a backwards compatible game you know at a, at a certain point you get used to it but like i don't want to have to get used to it i want there to not be any input lag <laughs> like you know what yeah. i mean and it's like i feel like they're just going to do that again and just rehash and be like okay yeah it's backwards compatible it emulates all these games right. maybe i'm wrong maybe they actually are remastering them but like I don't know. It's just, it's just sketchy to me. I mean, it's a nice price point though. Like it is a great price point. That's gonna be a lot of. It's gonna be a lot of stocking stuffers, you know. A lot of presents under the tree gonna be that that Xbox Series S, especially with the pandemic going on, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that's no, a nice it, price. Point it's smart sure. marketing, but I think that what you're gonna be talking about with Sony is gonna just completely change that up. I mean, yeah, that's kind of what what I'm what I mean. Like, it's still a nice, the like a nice, you know, nice price. But like, I don't know, man. PlayStation uh, got some stuff going on, man. Like, <laughs> they have a lot of games I want to play. I'm gonna talk about them. Yeah, I think. And um, unless you have more for me. I mean, I don't really have more about the Xbox Series X and S. They're both available starting November 10th. They pre-order, uh, the pre-order goes live for the, both of those consoles starting on September 22nd. Uh, so, you know, that's all I have to say about the Xbox consoles. Uh, nice. Buyer beware, though, with that $299 price point, it's very attractive. But it, just like JC said, is it really next-gen uh, next graphics? But I'll have more to say after JC talks about PlayStation. So, JC, take it away with PlayStation. Is it really next-gen? That's the question. Mm -hmm. in, PlayStation, in PlayStation's uh, side, yes, it is next-gen. <laughs> um, so, similarly to Xbox, um, PlayStation has two different versions. Um, I don't really remember the names, not going to lie. Um but um one the disc version which is just called the playstation 5 playstation 5 yeah and then isn't the other one the playstation 5 slim or something no they're calling it playstation 5 digital edition digital edition that's what it is so it's uh the the playstation 5 the regular one starts at 499 typical console range 500 bucks right um the digital version is uh 399 so four hundred dollars. So like, all the same specs as the PlayStation Five, just no disc drive, uh, for a hundred dollars less. I feel like no one's gonna buy the disc drive unless they have like an insane amount of games on PlayStation Five that are discs. You know, I right. just don't see like it's such a high. I, I don't know why they do this to themselves. Like, well, here's like, the thing. There's the there's the elite there's the elitist gamers out there the elitist gamers that like have to have a physical copy. I am personally not one of them. I used to be one of them, but I'm not one of them anymore. Sorry. And it's okay that you're out there, but you're going to get scammed and you're, you're going to give them an extra hundred dollars because you know, you want to have that physical copy of your game, even though you have to download it anyway. You, when you put the disc in, yeah. <laughs> um, granted it's SSDs now, so it'll be a lot faster. But anyway, my point is, uh, there are there is an audience out there where they will be able to make money off of that optical drive being in the four ninety nine price point. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, there are a lot of gamer purists, you know, out there who uh who wanna uh, <laughs> who wanna disc drive for some reason in twenty twenty, and you know whatever. I'm not gonna judge. You know, you you wanna you wanna disc drive in your console. Be my guest. Pay the extra hundred bucks. I personally don't really care that much. Like the thing is, I thought that I would like um, I, I would like uh, a, a a disc drive. So I got you know I when I got my Xbox One originally, I got a, I got like some games on disc, and then I just realized like man, this like sucks. 
because like the thing about it too that is the worst is like there's there's like game sharing and stuff like if you have if you have gold you can like share games with the accounts on your on your uh account or on your um, on your xbox so the thing that sucks with having the disc is those games aren't shareable if you try to launch them it'll say insert the disc so it's right. like it's like damn like i i it, it makes you feel like you like half own the game even though like kind of the arg one part of some arguments towards like hard copies towards hard copies is like owning them and having them physically but then it's like you kind of you do but like it restricts you on like uh like you know how you can share it which is funny because that was a lot of people's argument as well for discs is well what if i want to share it and it's like less shareable than if you just got it digitally like right it's so funny to me i mean technically less shareable but like you know i realized quickly that like downloading games is the way to go yeah and um, you know yeah. to, to add to your point there real quick like like what i like <laughs> the the biggest argument i hear when people say hard copies is like just like you said like i like then I, at least i know that i own it it's like listen listen here with my digital copies of movies tv shows video games unless the whole worldwide web fucking crashes <laughs> and stops working i'm gonna have access to my movies to my <laughs> yeah. video games to whatever like even if my wi-fi is out of my house for the day i can go to starbucks or mcdonald's or to my friend's house and hop on wi-fi or i can hop on lte or 5g and yeah, utilize <laughs> and utilize that to play my game or watch my tv or watch my movie or whatever so it's yeah. just like i just feel like it's not a relevant argument anymore yeah. But you know what? I, I'm not. I don't want to judge, and I'm not. And I don't mean to make it seem like I am judging, because like if that's your thing, then that's your thing. That's a okay. But just know that now these organizations are are using you to get extra money out of you. Yeah, I mean, I will say that like there is something pretty cool about like having your games lined up in like you know a, a I will case agree. or something, or like um, Achievement Hunter does that really cool thing where they like have like or this. They might have taken it down. I don't know. But back in the day, I remember Achievement Hunter had the these like shelves that they made out of their game cases. I thought those were super cool. Um, so it's like you know, you know, using it for that purpose. Like yeah. I totally get that because I'm like, I have like, if you, I mean, you can't see me, but if, if like you look around my room, like I have a bunch of shit like displayed about from my games, you know. So it's like, I get that if you want to do that. But like if you if you're just viewing it from like an ownership perspective, like you're right. I don't think it's a relevant argument because it's like the disc can break mm -hmm. my digital copy. The only thing is if I store it irresponsibly and don't back it up, that's how right. it'll be lost. And it's like, that's my fault. <laughs> and, but even then, like what, what you're saying is like, you, you have these like services of download to like rely on. So it's like, if you own it on a platform, yeah, you might lose it, but just go redownload it. It's like, you can't just be like, Oh, I broke my disc. Give me another one. Like, nah, sorry, fam. You already bought that one. Gotta sorry, buy another fam. one. So it's like, you know, it, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. it's just uh, just better. You're right. It is very it's visually pleasing, game. though. And like, it is, yeah. Stylistically, I, even, I Right. And I, like, so I used, when, it, when the first PlayStation 4 and Xbox One came out, I was buying the hard copies. And I do have them, like, on display on my TV stand literally behind me now granted this is not a video podcast this is audio only but uh there is an image right behind or an image there is my games stacked up behind me on my tv stand and it is very visually pleasing i even have some nintendo switch games that are physical but just the convenience of digital downloads i mean it's just it's just so much better now so yeah yeah absolutely and the fact Speaking. that i can save a hundred dollars getting the playstation 5 digital edition that's kind of that's kind of i guess my point is like yeah sure having a disc drive is great is it worth an extra 100 dollars for the exact same product just with a disc drive right like, no <laughs> i don't think so not at all <laughs> also like what's stopping you from getting an external disc drive and plugging it in exactly like a disc drive from best buy i know because i had to buy one because unless they don't have support with it wi-fi yeah, they might not have the support for external drives. That's true. But still, like, is a disk drive worth $100? Mm, 
I don't know. Maybe it is to some people, but I don't think so. I don't right. think it is to most people. Um, but speaking of games and owning them digitally, PlayStation revealed some very, very cool games. There's a Ooh. ton of stuff they revealed. I am personally going to talk about the ones that I am the most excited about. Please tell, because I haven't um, seen any of this yet. I'm not a huge Final Fantasy fan, so I'm just going to let everyone know I'm not going to talk about Final Fantasy. I'm sorry. If you like Final Fantasy, I apologize. Try to convince me why I should play it. <laughs> convince me, too, because I'm on the same boat as JC here. Never been into it, unfortunately. I apologize. The first game I want to talk about, the new Spider-Man game. Spider-Man Miles Morales. Loved that, that movie. Did they put out more gameplay of that? did and it looks so cool oh fuck i gotta watch it that. looks so cool it um my personal favorite thing was the soundtrack it's playing this really cool like orchestral hip-hop beat it's so cool it literally like that alone makes me want to play it <laughs> but yeah no it, it looks really really cool very very cinematic really pretty i think it has ray tracing i'm Dope. pretty sure yeah these if next not, consoles do have support with ray tracing now so yeah if it if that title itself doesn't have ray tracing it has really really good lighting um but yeah no it looks really 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 cool it, the in-game engine looks really nice so definitely want to cop that um one more game i would say that okay i might want to spend a little bit of time on this one because the spider-man one you know it's 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 a new title but aside from the gameplay and the storytelling kind of know what you're getting out of it you know spider-man it's going to be a great freaking narrative RPG, <laughs> you know? It's going to be awesome. So I'm super excited to see Spider-Man from a new perspective. But the game that I am the most curious about, hands down, they're coming out with a new a new Harry Potter universe game called Hogwarts Legacy. Hogwarts Legacy? Hogwarts Legacy. And it seems really sweet it kind of seems like the the hog or like the the harry potter universe game that i've been wanting it looks like a rpg like a free roam rpg no um, way yeah where like you have a custom character that's what i that's what's cool to me and they make it seem like you have like full choice like if you're good evil what you want to do like the game extends beyond just Hogwarts. Like it has the rest of the Harry Potter universe too, and it's like your choice. The whole like they don't go into much detail, so I don't know exactly what kind of game it's gonna be, but it definitely looks free roam. If not, at least there are multiple locations. I will say that I don't want you know. It it definitely says that the trailer is like there's like different animals you can see and there's different places you can go. So. You know, at least it's showing different locations. So, like, there are at least different places you can go if it's not, like, a full, like, free roam RPG, right? Um, maybe more Diablo feel or whatever. Um, but maybe it's an MMO. Like, they left a lot of, like, room, I think, for it to be, like, that kind of subjective. Granted, I haven't researched it at all, so, like, I don't know either. This is kind of my first take of the PS5 reveal, but... I want to look more into it because it looks really, really cool. And, like, it didn't show any gameplay. It was just cinematic. But the way it was, like, kind of explaining that, like, your choices affect the world and, like, your your character, um, it, it looks pretty sweet. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, according to how I'm explaining it, how, uh, what do you think? I mean... Are you a Harry Potter fan? I'm a kind of a Harry Potter fan. Like they're great movies. Okay. I'm not a okay. diehard. So sure. I'm not really hugely diehard. Like I, I, I hesitate to say diehard Harry Potter fan because I, I do like the Harry Potter universe a lot, but there are some really extreme fans out there. My sister being one of them. <laughs> yeah. Like it wasn't until like four years ago that I like watched all of the Harry Potter movies. Um, and I didn't even know that they were making a video game, but it's Me either. <laughs> like it's really interesting. I'm like watching the trailer right now on Oh nice. Like some previews. And like already already like right away it it looks very graphically stunning. I don't know if this is like actual like gameplay slash cinematics from the game. 
uh, or if yeah. it's just like a cinematic trailer that they made. But uh, if this has anything to do with how it's going to look in game, I think it's going to be a popular video game. I think that Harry Potter, uh, there used to be a, a Harry Potter game back in PlayStation Two, uh, and I was a I was a fan of it. I I had it and it was pretty cool. Um, but I think that this is going to hopefully take it to the next level because I always feel felt like it was a really great market that they were missing out on with Harry Potter because they had the books, obviously, right. that they started it all. They had the movies. Um, they had lore. plays. There's a lot of lore. You got that. And I feel like the best... I feel like the place where they can, like, really showcase that best but also make a lot of money off of is in the video gaming industry. So I'm glad to see that they're finally doing that. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, hell yeah. Okay, I'm on their website right now. Uh, it's set in the 1800s. Dope. So do you want me to just read their, like, statement thing here? Yeah, do. Because, okay, cool. So it's Hogwarts Legacy is an immersive, open-world action RPG set in the world first introduced in the Harry Potter books. Now you can take control of the action and be at the center of your own adventure in the wizarding world. Embark on a journey through familiar and new locations as you explore and discover fantastic beasts, customize your character and craft potions, master spellcasting, upgrade talents, and become the wizard you want to be. Experience Hogwarts in the 1800s. Your character is a student who holds the key to an ancient secret that threatens to tear the wizarding world apart. You have received a late acceptance to the Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry and soon discover that you are no ordinary student. You possess an unnet unusual ability to perceive and master ancient magic only you can decide if you want if you will protect this secret for the good of all or yield to the temptation of more sinister magic discover the feeling of living at hogwarts as you make allies battle dark wizards and ultimately decide the fate of the wizarding world your legacy is what you make of it and it says live the unwritten so pretty sweet i was getting chills reading that it's kind of hard <laughs> <laughs> yeah even Dude, as somebody who's sweet. like not super into harry potter like it's very good uh i'm actually i'm, I'm actually pretty excited about that and i'm, ex I'm anxious right? to watch the rest of the trailer like honestly even if you don't even like harry potter um it seems like just like a really cool like rpg because like the element of like you deciding which side to choose and you know and yeah. having that like impact the story i mean it's probably going to it's gonna probably have a ton of replayability yeah i love games that do that me too and you know like in like i mean you just played red dead 2 a great example of mm -hmm. that you know i feel like this one though like because the way the, the way uh red dead handles it is super smart i love the way that it impacts the ending and everything but i i haven't really seen a game i mean i haven't personally played a game i guess mass effect probably a little bit I haven't played enough to say, but I haven't seen a game where like throughout it, you can uh, like have an alignment. I guess Fable would be a good example, like how people treat you and react to you. Um, I, I just wonder how deep that aspect goes, you know? Yeah. Because um, if they execute it correctly, it could be like an extremely, extremely unique experience, not just like, from harry potter i mean it's already going to be a unique harry potter experience but um it could be a like unique gaming experience you know yeah i'm really interested to see what they'll be able to pull off with this so uh, I, eye on that. I, I think <laughs> that i think that they can like if they do it really well i think it's something that can like we'll see harry potter games kind of like become like a regular and if it's something that they don't do so well then it'll be like one of those things like man they like really had an opportunity here you know yeah Yo, I'm honestly, now that I think about it, I'm super surprised that they haven't made a hog like a Harry Potter MMO yet. Yeah. Like I mean Pottermore, kind of. You could barely consider it an MMO. But like Yeah, where the why the hell is there not like a Hogwarts MMO? Like that's not like that just seems like a no brainer. I don't know, I guess because MMOs aren't that in anymore. It's hard to compete with like with world of warcraft but i feel like a bunch of people that don't even like video games would be drawn to that you know yeah they're probably gonna be drawn to this i'm really excited i i want to see what they can do with it it's being made who's it being made by warner brothers avalanche who i haven't heard of wizarding world and port key games 
Wizarding World is a is a game that or is a company that that is owned by I think J.K. Rowling or the people who own Harry Potter or Warner Brothers now actually because Warner Brothers owns Harry Potter. So. Yeah, so they probably own that port key. Which games. makes sense why Warner Brothers Games is doing it. And you know what? Yeah. Warner Brothers Games, they make a lot of really great video games. Think about the the uh the Arkham Knight series, you know, or the Arkham series for the Batman video That's games. Really true, yeah. Those oh, were incredible man. games. Oh man, they're probably gonna get really deep into like the potion and spell crafting then. Probably uh, so much detail. That mm. this could end up being like a really killer good. game yeah <laughs> and then they'll be like oh here's the second one and here's the third one cool oh, of course of course cha-ching cha-ching when you print your gold <laughs> start raking oh, yeah. in the dough oh yeah and you know what's so, good for them yeah i'm i'm excited i'm gonna keep my eye on it and see where it goes um one other game i want to talk about i have two games i want to talk about one i'm just gonna touch on and the other, I don't know what it is at all, honestly. <laughs> Aside from it's a shooter and you're in a time loop. That's all I know about it. So I'm going to leave that for later. Okay. But you know the Dark Souls franchise? Yes, never never played, but I've seen gameplay, yes. A little bit. I'm horrible. I can't get past like the first the first part with the dragon but um <laughs> most people are horrible at that game from what i hear but that's okay you know what i learned about that too i stopped playing it because i couldn't get past the dragon part and then a friend told me that like you just can't go that way it just kills you every time <laughs> oh my god and i was like oh cool i still don't know if i'll play it i don't know maybe um but there's this new one um which actually i believe if i'm not mistaken i'm not the biggest dark souls fan but is the original title that dark souls was based off of demon souls oh and there's a new demon souls game which i know a ton of people are gonna be super excited about because that's like the og series and it looks really to be honest kind of minimalistic but i think that will really play to um dark souls strengths and it's like skill gap and it's skill curve um because you know, it doesn't leave a lot of room, you know, right. for uh, improvisation. So, I don't know. Uh, I could be wrong. There's a short, like, little gameplay demo of uh, the dude just running around, killing some enemies, and then fighting a boss. Um, But, you know, speaking of RPGs, that's going to be a huge one. Might turn out really well. I mean, that studio has never made a game that, like, is critically poorly received. I mean... Bloodborne was the only game that like wasn't a smash hit, <laughs> right. you know. It was, that just was still a hit. Good. But it was it was good. Yeah, that's the thing. So it's like they always deliver, and the the gameplay looks really cool. Um, you know, from a Dark Souls player's perspective, I'm not exactly you know. It looks like it keeps that same like pacing level, but um, you know. Uh, still like add some cool like death animations and like uh, takedowns if you will um so that's pretty cool it'll keep it fresh probably um and you know it looks hard so <laughs> that's what people want right they want a hard ass fucking game and De uh, demons souls looks like a really hard game to hmm. play um that being said though have you ever you said you haven't really played dark souls no never damn Never played it. Watch PewDiePie. Watch PewDiePie play it back. Oh in the yeah, day. me too. Yeah, I watched him play. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so funny. Uh, oh. But I've never played it myself, and I think because I watched him play it, I was like, yeah, I'll never play this game. But uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Never, it never interested. Like... It's one of those things. It didn't interest me in like to the point where I wanted to play it. it. Interested me to the point where I wanted to watch PewDiePie play it. <laughs> oh yeah, it, it was so funny watching him play it. Um. I the, literally the only reason I played it was because it was like free on Xbox Game Pass like back in the day. Oh, okay. um, yeah. So I was just like, ah, okay, I'll download it and try it. Just didn't like it. I knew I wouldn't really. I didn't think I would. Yeah. Um, I liked it more than I thought. I'll say that, but I didn't like it enough to continue. Like the the format of it, which a lot of people love it for, I don't like very much because it's like pseudo open world where like you're you're retracing your steps a lot, you know. 
Mm-hmm. And part of the thing I love so much about RPGs is visiting different locations. You know, I don't like being, I don't like feeling like I'm confined to one space. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. It's probably why I don't play Diablo three that much. Like, I like playing it, you know, a little bit, but not like a ton. Um, but the next game I want to talk about is really weird. I don't really know what's going on. Not going to lie. Um, <laughs> it's called Death Loop, And I have no idea if it's PvP, PvE, or both. Um, I, I, I think it's PvP and PvE. But the whole premise is that like you're an assassin with eight targets. That's how they frame it. Um, it's a first-person shooter. And like, basically, you're stuck in a time loop, and you have to kill all your targets in the time loop or whatever. But the premise of the the um, trailer was um, like he had to kill two guys in one at one time, and there's some scientist he's trying to kill who has this like teleport ability, um, and th- they talk about how he's like supposed to go to some party which is his other target's party but he's not but he doesn't go to the party because he's working on some science project and like basically that's just like the loop that he has to do but he has to kill them both within the same loop right Mm -hmm. so um basically what he does is like shuts down his science project so that he goes to the party and then he goes to the party and kills them both um, there's like abilities that you have and stuff. And, uh, he, like one of the things that I, I thought looked pretty cool was like, he like lifted a dude in the air and like threw him, but like with like, like a magical, like force, you know, from a distance. Yeah. Um, I don't really know exactly what, but like, it was cool like, that he was like shooting people in the air and like lifting people up and then shooting them and then like lifting them and throwing them. And like, you know, that aspect looked pretty sweet. Um, but the thing that like kind of threw it for a loop at the end was like, she's like, there's like this other character, her name, I don't remember her name, but uh, this other character shows up and she's like, I'm an assassin too. And I'm not like the other assassins because I'm hunting you. Or it's like, I'm not like, you're, I'm, like, I'm a target, but I'm not like the other targets because I'm hunting you. And it looked like it was a player. So I'm like, what is this game? I she's an assassin, it. assassin. Exactly. So it's like, there's an another ass, player. Ass, who, assassin. Yeah, <laughs> an assassin. <laughs> but like, I don't understand. Like, I don't really get it. I think it's like PVE slash PVE, and then like you know, in that sense, are all your targets people? But that wouldn't make any sense then because the way that he interacted with the first target wouldn't work really. So like, I'm wondering if it's like battle royale style, kind of like you have to kill your targets, but like there's one actual like human player that you play against that also has to beat theirs and it's like a time limit thing i don't know like it 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 leaves it really open to interpretation which i think i'm gonna just look it up again right now but yeah i mean first impressions what do do you think because i got really confused (laughs) uh i haven't like i said i haven't seen any of this stuff yet so just what i'm describing with what you're (laughs) describing it sounds equally as confusing as you as you're confused about it um but what it also sounds like Overall, it just sounds to me like Sony has a really great lineup of games to launch with the PlayStation 5, whereas I feel like Xbox is kind of lacking on that right now, especially with the delay with the delaying of a couple of their t- main titles that they were uh, excited to be, or that would typically get people to buy it. Hmm. Uh, and I think at $100 more, the digital edition of PlayStation 5 uh, being the actual next-gen specs versus the Xbox Series s and being a hundred dollars cheaper than xbox series x for the basically the exact same specs i think playstation 5 is is gonna outperform these next gen xbox consoles no doubt uh just has just between better titles better content better pricing i just think that sony's really just knocking them out of the water and it's it's kind of sad to see um but there's always going to be the people that'll be buying the xboxes anyway so i mean it's kind of been it's kind of been coming like for you know it's kind of been happening yeah and like, like sony's a name that like is known really well worldwide especially very popular in japan of course being a japanese company um but it's just it's becoming that household name in in the u.s and it has been for the last like six to ten years in my opinion 
uh, over the Xbox, which is sad because obviously, you know, especially in the U.S., Xbox being owned by Microsoft, a U.S.-based company, uh, to see that, you know, they're being outperformed by, uh, by a company from, you know, the other side of the world. Yeah. It's just, they've just been beating Xbox into the ground for the past few years. And I feel like this might be the nail in the coffin. I, I, I agree. Which is why I think like they're like Xbox is pushing their game pass so hard because they're like, shit. I mean, if, if we're not, if we're gonna stop selling consoles, we might as well sell our game service. Right. And then it's like, just transition that into like, just pc game pass you know yeah i will say I that know. i will be purchasing both consoles um when, it come, when they come out uh to play to be able to play exclusives um but i will also be updating my gaming pc jc don't you worry uh for like okay. all my main gaming but like a lot of my like solo gaming is going to be on the the consoles to a test them out and see how great they are but also to be able to really enjoy those exclusive titles yeah well and depending you know i mean modern warfare kind of uh rewrote the script on uh, crossplay. Not right. okay. Not really. I mean Fortnite kind of did right. first. But that's an even better point. Is that Fortnite did it and now Modern Warfare did it. Those are arguably the two biggest shooter games in the world. Yeah. So I mean and honestly, I see us go. Really <laughs> I'm I'm thinking more and more like as we get closer to like these consoles, I'm thinking like get PlayStation five and then just build a new PC and don't even worry about getting Xbox which you're probably shook by, but it makes I, sense uh, though too, because I can basically build an Xbox. <laughs> that's the thing. Like I literally have game pass open on my X on my PC right now. Yeah. And like, you know, not everything's on there, but like mostly everything is. And I just think that PlayStation is just going to just destroy Xbox. Like their, their game titles are just so much more appealing I figured out what this weird death loop game is, by the way, which it is what I thought it is, which is interesting because uh, we were just talking about Dark Souls, and I think they're gonna handle handle it the same way um, as Dark Souls Three, if you know. Um, Dark Souls Three, they added a feature where like other players can invade your game to kill you, basically. Okay. And that's kind of what this is. So it's like. The whole premise is that you're stuck in a time loop and you you learn from the time loop and interact with it in different ways to like to per, to break the time loop basically because you're on like a mysterious island that like has a time loop right but you can you can choose to take control of a rival assassin Juliana who um, the, the main player the main player character is named Colt by the way so you're you're going through this campaign as Colt. And then Juliana has a random chance to like come through and kill you. Uh, um, so like that's like an optional element. It says that's but, pretty uh, cool though because it adds like an extra level of difficulty really to the game, but like in in such a dynamic way, really. Yeah, and it's like I think that's kind of what they're going for. I think they're going for a major replayability. Um, and I mean, hey, that I mean, the chance for some random person to just enter the game and be another target for you like yeah and hunting you down actively like a human being actually actively hunting you down like it's pretty it's pretty crazy um i don't know it could be cool i'm not like super excited for it i thought i thought that the gameplay looked cool enough though that it's yeah. like keep an eye on it and maybe it ends up being like you know a must play but like right. again like here's the thing about deathloop right it's coming to PS5 and PC, not so, Xbox. Oh. So, like... Wrecked. If you like this game and you think it's unique and you want to play it, too bad if you bought an Xbox. Like, Right. I mean, yeah, sure, that's the kind of the point, I guess, of the PlayStation reveal, right? But right. just kind of think it's just the final nail in the coffin. Yeah. I think, Unfortunately. I, yeah, it, it is unfortunate because I do... I do actually love xbox and i've been enjoying playing i've been primarily playing my uh my xbox this like last month and a half two months so oh. um it's you know it's it is sad to see but uh i think it'd be interesting and playstation 5 did they give us a release date for it i said i know that they oh, said yeah. it in november yes so it's uh november 12th in the u.s japan Canada, Mexico, Australia, New Zealand, and South Korea. 
and November 19th for the rest of the world. Okay. So interesting that it does come out two days after Xbox Series X and Series S. That is interesting. But I think that's we'll still see higher sales numbers on PlayStation 5. Um, but I'm excited. It, I think it'll be really good. I'm, I'm super excited that we finally know pricing. I think you and I were pretty close to the pricing about PS5. I think we were pretty off as far as Xbox pricing based on like our previous episode when we talked about this. But, yeah. Uh, we were pretty on the money, though, with... PlayStation, yeah. PlayStation. Dab. Dab on the haters. Dab on the haters. Come to <laughs> me for all your uh, future tech <laughs> pricing questions. <laughs> That's why you should listen to Twaddle Play as well as Twaddle Tech, our tech-based so podcast. Always got the pricing deets. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but we will be wrapping up today's episode, but I'm super glad that we got to share this information with y'all. Uh, One last note I want to add. Yeah, the please. game that shall not be named... Its release date right now is November 19th. I did not know that. Um, if you guys don't know when what game this is, I'm not going to say the name of it, but you can go on the past episodes of Twaddle Play fine. or Twaddle Tech to find out the name. It's already going to get delayed again. You think so? Probably. I'm just literally assuming it's going to get delayed until I have it on my computer. Cyberpunk, <laughs> cyberpunk, cyberpunk, cyberpunk. Cyber- you bastard. <laughs> Every time you say its name, it gets delayed. <laughs> yeah, Cyberpunk 2077. Hopefully, actually coming out on November 19th. I feel like this this has to be the release. Like, I feel like it's done. Yeah, it has to be done. I think it's done already. I think they literally just did this because they figured, like... Might as well wait till next gen. Yeah, like, we could use... We could use, you know... More, like... The thing is, it's coming out on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. The thing is, like, we could use more time. Or we could just put it on the release date of the same of all the consoles and make like a bunch more money because like yeah. everybody needs a game to play on the new console. <laughs> it's smart marketing. It's smart marketing. It is smart marketing. And people it were talking smart. about it so much because they kept delaying it too. So yeah, I should have been. I mean, yeah. I mean, I feel like it almost killed the hype though. Like almost. Well, here like, we here we are talking about it on our podcast. So <laughs> damn man, they got us. They dude. got they us. Ah, Project Red. <laughs> but. <laughs> Oh man! To wrap up, though, you are no. Th- I'm glad that you that you uh, that you told me because I didn't even know that. So, but thank you guys, thank you guys so much for uh, for tuning in to Toyota Play. We're super happy to be bringing this to you. Stay tuned because you you will be getting uh, a new episode of Twaddle Tech. Uh, in the next couple of days after the release of this episode. So keep your eyes ready for that. Subscribe to us or follow us, depending on what pa- podcast platform you're listening to us on. And share us with your friends and family. Oh, yeah. Thanks again. See ya.